Life presents various issues with a multitude of solutions. Having issues is easy. Getting to the solutions is hard. If you're up for a good challenge, stay tuned and welcome to Qualified Issues. I'm Carissa Galloway. I'm a licensed professional counselor in the state of Texas. And today is episode seven called Sticking With It. This is the maintenance stage of the trans theoretical model of change. And if you've kind of moved through every episode in this season uh, talking about change and you're in the maintenance stage, this is a perfect episode for you. So I wanted to start out with the topic of dedication. Quote, football is like life. It requires perseverance, self-denial, hard work, sacrifice, dedication, and respect for authority, unquote. That comes from Vince Lombardi. He's a famous football coach of the Green Bay Packers, Washington Redskins, and New York Giants. So there's two things I want to touch on from that quote. Number one, self-denial. Denying yourself things that may take you off the pathway towards your goals. So if your goal is to lose weight and you walk by you know, a fast food place, you're like, man, it'd be so much easier, so much easier to just go in and buy a burger, right? That will probably take you off the pathway towards your goal somewhat to maybe a lot, depending on your uh, self-discipline, which we'll touch on later. So you want to be able to deny yourself that so that you can keep moving towards your goals. The second thing he touched on was respect for authority. Just because you have a goal does not mean pushing back against authority, rules, or law is justified. Because remember, those things exist for a reason, mostly for the good of those under it. And even though not all of them are necessarily fair, right, or just, or even needed, they still require us to follow them. Remember, the choices you make have consequences. Those can be good or bad consequences. But I definitely encourage everybody to make sure that you are respectful towards authority, that you do obey rules, and that you obey the law. I really would not want anybody to go against those things and end up with a bad consequence or even worse, you know, to get arrested or end up in jail. So um, I do like how Vince... Lombardi, though, does say that, you know, to basically play a good game of football, uh, to play a good game of life, you do have to have some respect for authority. Um, the second quote I have here is, quote, we all have dreams, but in order to make dreams come into reality, it takes an awful lot of determination, dedication, there's that word again, self-discipline and effort, unquote. That comes from Jesse Owens, who was a gold medal Olympic athlete in track and field in 1936. And there's that word I said I was going to talk about, self-discipline. I call this kicking yourself in the butt. Just like a coach pushes its players to keep, to keep going, keep pushing, keep playing, you are your own coach. Now, you're only human, but you are also capable of telling yourself, no, no 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 you can't have that burger or keep going 
you got 30 seconds left in this workout, keep going, or do not stop now. Okay, don't, don't quit your pathway. You're almost at your goal. The next quote I have is from Buddha. Quote, be a lamp unto yourself. Work out your liberation with diligence. Unquote. Liberation, freedom, independence. And work out your liberation with diligence. You have to, quote, be your own parent. Unquote. We talked about this, I believe, the last or the second to last podcast where to, to increase your internal locus of control, um, you sometimes have to be your own parent telling your own self, don't forget that what I say and what I do has consequences. The other part in here, be a lamp unto yourself. You have to light your own path. That requires self-awareness. Self-awareness will help you determine the how to provide yourself motivation to reach your goals. If you don't know what motivates you, how are you going to motivate yourself, right? So you have to use that self-awareness. That is your light to move towards freedom and independence um, that exists within the outcome of this change that you want to make. The last quote I have here is, I, I love this one. I think this is my favorite one. It says, quote, it is fatal to enter any war without the will to win it, unquote. That is General Douglas MacArthur. This relates to the preparation stage. If you have not worked out the kinks in your plan to reach your goal, you most likely will not get there. So plan, 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 and then plan some more. Because this is not a marathon, or sorry, this is a marathon. This is not a sprint. Okay, so you want to take things one stretch of track, one step at a time. You could replace some of the words in this quote. Um, so instead of it is fatal to enter any war without the will to win it, you could say it is failure to work towards, to enter any goal without the plan to complete it. So you might want to go back, listen to some of these quotes again. They're really great quotes. They're very, very applicable. And last, I want to uh, end this section of dedication with the definition of dedicate. Dedicate is, quote, to commit to a goal or way of life, unquote. That's from merriam-webster.com. To commit to a goal or way of life. So ask yourself, how dedicated are you to reaching your goal? The second section here is about motivation. And motivation is... Other than dedication, motivation is also super key in moving through this maintenance stage. So part of motivation is the why. Why are you doing this? What is your motivating factor? Well, go back and review the intention or the why behind your chosen goals. Use your self-awareness. Go through that cost-benefit analysis, the risk assessment that we talked about, to remind yourself of why you chose this change. And also make sure you the, that you utilize your physical tools and supports, emotional tools and supports, mental tools and supports to help keep you on track. If you have really great friends who are your supports through this, text them, call them, meet up with them. They are sometimes the best way to keep you motivated. They can lift you up so high. What is the saying? They lift you up so high you have to look down to see heaven. So um, I think that's from the movie Footloose, the original one. Um, 
So here we are again, maintenance stage of trans theoretical model of change. Take a moment and review your progress so far um, and, and examine why your progress is where it is at this moment in time. Again, this requires self-awareness. I, I know that sounds like a broken record, but you can see why it's super important to be self-aware moving into making a change, reaching that goal. But you need it to identify any issues that might be holding you back. Barriers, hurdles. Now, if you have not been held back, but you feel you're losing motivation, ask yourself why. I think sometimes we feel like we should be robotic going into a change, um, creating a schedule or pathway to reach a goal. But you can't really do that as a human being and reach your goal in a, in a real meaningful way. To have that meaning attached to it is like the biggest motivating factor. So in order to, to have that meaning attached to it, you have to be aware of who you are in, in every way possible so that you can keep that motivation. And, you know, both of those um, identifying issues, so identifying issues that could be holding you back, um, identifying why you're losing your motivation, both of those require some measure of external appraisal. Because remember, other people are more objective than we are. We are subjective. We think that we're awesome a lot of the time. And for some people, a lot of the time, we don't think that we're awesome. Okay, but if we, but, but we are not someone who knows us well. Okay, like we know ourselves well, but we need that external appraisal because we need the objective person who knows us well, that will tell us what it is that maybe we need to work on that will help keep us motivated because other people may see a hindrance that we don't see. So external appraisal when you're reviewing your progress. And please don't underestimate the importance of rewards. I talked about this in the last podcast. Again, these need to be things that will not interrupt or hinder your movement or progress towards your goal. All right, moving on. The next section here is about resiliency. This is super, super important in life in general, but also super important here for change and reaching goals. The definition, again, from miriam-webster.com, is, quote, an ability to recover from or adjust easily to adversity or change, end quote. Using self-awareness to measure your level of resiliency, maybe do a couple things. Number one, look at your past. What did you do well? What did you not do well? What worked for you? What doesn't work for you? Read other people's stories of overcoming adversity or change. What worked well for them? What didn't work well for them? And of those things, what relates to you? You know, what, what can you say? Oh, well, I, I'm going to try this because that sounds like something that would work for me. Another definition of it from the same website, quote, the ability of something to return to its original size and shape after being compressed or deformed. So this is a fun exercise. What would your nine-year-old self say about what you are doing today? It's a good question because most of us as adults are not who we were at nine years old. Maybe some of us have become the person we thought we would be at nine, but I would say most of us are not. We're not going to fit every single idea that we had at nine years old about who we would be right now. 
this is a good time to write it out, journal it out, and then read it a few days later. Maybe you add to it or, but the, the whole goal here is to learn something more about yourself, increase your self-awareness because the nine-year-old might look at you today and say, well, you've been a little compressed or deformed and we need to work to return you back to your original size and shape. The next website I have on resiliency is from healingforest.org. There's no author or date listed, but the title is How to Be Resilient. And there's a great quote here from Bruce Lee. It says, quote, be like water making its way through cracks. Do not be assertive, but adjust to the object, and you shall find a way around or through it. If nothing within you stays rigid, outward things will disclose themselves, end quote. This speaks towards being somewhat flexible in reaching your goal. And I've talked about this before, the importance of having a flexible schedule. Okay, this quote speaks to how to maneuver when that monkey wrench gets thrown into your machinery. So let's say you planned on going to the gym today, and then maybe one of your kiddos got sick. Maybe um, one of your animals needs to go to the vet. Maybe a friend or family member had an emergency and needed you. That is a monkey wrench, right? So it's important to be like water, making its way through cracks. If you were to stay inflexible with your schedule, then it would be really hard to be part of those important times in life when you are needed, when your child is sick, when a family or um, family member or friend has an emergency. Okay, and if nothing within you stays rigid, Outward things will disclose themselves. Sometimes you don't need to be involved in certain things. And by not being involved, by taking a step back, you can kind of see things and people for who they really are. And that includes your goals and yourself. So if you allow yourself a flexible schedule while you're maintaining, trying to maintain this change, you're going to learn things about yourself. How resilient am I? I was sick for three days. I wasn't able to go to the gym. Maybe I didn't perform oral care as much as I felt I should. But am I going to give up or am I going to be resilient and keep trying? So strength is part of resiliency, but it's only part of it. But it, it does demand of us that we try hard and that if we fall or we fail, on, you know, a step or one hour out of a day or a day that we get back up and we try again. And don't forget, and this is part of resiliency, and it was listed in that website um, in the article, you also need to, quote unquote, recharge. Self-care is required to keep moving towards your goals. If you don't take a minute to breathe, it's going to be hard to recharge. Self-care helps to maintain the self-awareness, the focus, and the motivation that you're going to need to remain in the maintenance stage here. Okay, another great article that I just absolutely loved from um, Forbes.com by Bob Cullen in June of 2021. The title is Resilience and Change, People First. The author is interviewing Dr. David Sifu, who is a, quote, chairman of the Department of Physical Medicine and Rehabilitation at the Virginia Commonwealth University School of Medicine 
and Senior Traumatic Brain Injury Specialist for the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs, end quote. So I really love the metaphor he uses here, um, and it's highly related to the maintenance stage of change. Um, he says, quote, just as with a safe airline trip, okay, so relate this to reaching a goal. You're on the pathway to a goal. You're, you're taking a trip to reach your goal. So just as with a safe airline trip, there are hundreds of steps, meetings, communications, and people involved in preparation, maintenance, monitoring, and guidance before, during, and after each trip to make sure every flight is set up for success. Now, if you go back and listen to the podcast pertaining to, I would say, especially the contemplation and preparation stages, you will understand this metaphor so if you haven't listened to those, I highly recommend you go back and listen to those. And this quote will, as a metaphor for being in the maintenance stage, will make a lot more sense to you. But taking small steps is not just for working towards a personal change or goal. It is part of everyday life. Getting a college degree, saving for a trip or car, preparing for an exam. So again, where he says, quote, there are hundreds of steps, unquote. Very, very true. Hundreds of steps. All right, he also states, quote, humans are creatures of habit and resist change, unquote. That could not be more true. Ask yourself, where are you most comfortable? Are you most comfortable when you can predict what will most likely happen during your day, month, or year? Or are you more comfortable when you have no idea what will happen during your day? Probably the first one. Because there is comfort in predictability. Therefore, it is human nature to resist change. So we're trying to make a change. You know, the goal is change, right? So how do we combat this resistance? With patience and determination. Do each step when it needs to be done. Again, this highlights the importance of a schedule, a flexible schedule. It's Um, So you do each step when it needs to be done and recognize how doing that step makes you feel. So for example, when you do a workout, how do you feel? Probably a little tired, but also probably more physically awake. Maybe even satisfied that you completed the workout and have taken another step toward the goal of losing weight or building strength. Another important statement that I found Dr. Sifu making is, quote, unfortunately, When those involved with or affected by change are unprepared for it or have expectations that do not match what is and will ultimately occur, significant imbalance occurs. I like that he brings up the word imbalance because in the second podcast episode, I talked about focus and the importance of having balance and control over focus. Use your hyper focus when you need it. Um, Let yourself have some lack of focus when you need it, right? Same thing here. So when I think about this quote, I think about SMART goals, right? Specific, measurable, achievable, um, realistic, and time-bound, okay? You want to have used your preparation stage. So near the end of preparation stage, we're making these goals. You want to use the preparation stage to make goals that are still going to allow you to have some balance, Okay, and make sure that you have realistic, achievable goals because these are, I think it's actually relatable, relatable goals, related goals. Um, but these are, this, this is how you are going to be prepared. 
So make sure that you have your balance. Make sure that you're using what you set up in the preparation stage to continue to maintain your work towards your goal. Now, in this article, Dr. Sifu is being interviewed about change and leadership within companies, but you can see how this relates to personal change as well. This statement relates to preparation and contemplation in that being aware of what could happen within the change process requires self-awareness. So it goes back to self-awareness. Um, there are three words that are highlighted by the author um, in bold um, in the article. It's transparency, integrity, and hu um, humility. So let's talk about transparency. Be honest with yourself and others. We talked about this in the Self-Awareness Podcast. If you are not honest about your goals to other people, you may not receive the support you need. And you can't blame them if you haven't informed them honestly about what it is you need. If you are not honest with yourself about your abilities and capabilities, you are almost guaranteed not to reach your goals. If you're trying to get in shape and you're like, I'm going to do some cardio, where's the track? I need the track. Maybe you join a gym, they have a track, and you're telling yourself, okay, day one, I'm running a mile. If you are not honest with yourself about how far you can run in, in one run, you may not be able to run that mile. And what that might do, if we go back to the last podcast, talk about cognitive sort of maladaptive thinking, that might get us to feel like a failure. Well, I didn't complete my first step of just running a mile. I've totally failed at this. I give up. Okay. So again, be honest with yourself about your abilities and capabilities. The second highlighted word, integrity. This relates to honesty as well. If you are doing your steps half-heartedly and still counting it as complete, you are operating without integrity. Now, don't forget, we're all human. And, but if you, have, if you know your abilities and capabilities, if you are self-aware about that and you have set yourself up to where you know for sure that you can get those steps done and you don't do them still and you still count it as complete, Again, you're operating without integrity. And you're not really hurting anyone at this point except yourself because you're not being honest with yourself. Okay. The third is humility. If you have, let's say that you know that you can do like eight reps, okay, bicep curls, eight reps. And let's say that you end up with um, the muscle is too sore or you just are so tired. Maybe you didn't sleep well last night. Don't be too hard on yourself. You are only human. Not getting that sleep in the example I just used, that's a monkey wrench and that's going to happen. Use your self-awareness of your abilities and capabilities to humbly move towards each step so that you know when you can and cannot push yourself further towards your goals. There might be days where you can't reach the eight reps. Maybe you're only going to do six, but there might be days where you can do 10. So maybe you do 10. Okay. So just like we have flexible schedule, we want to make sure that we have, um, uh, flexible, flexible goals to a certain extent. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so to, to wrap this up, I want to read a paragraph from this other article. 
It's by Seema Moody in 2013 titled Maintenance Phase of the Trans-Theoretical Model of Change, and this was found on link.springer.com. It says, quote, individuals reach the maintenance phase of the TTM when the positive health behavior, for example, complete abstinence from smoking, is sustained for a period of six months or longer. And she cites Glanz, Rimmer, and Viswanath in 2008. She continues, self-efficacy, or situation-specific confidence, plays an integral role in this stage. As an individual's ability to abstain from the risky health behavior increases, so does their ability to avoid relapse. The risk of relapse is eliminated once the individual reaches the final termination stage of the TTM, in which the positive health behavior has become automatic. And there she cites Shoemaker et al., 2009, end quote. If you create a deadline for anything in your pathway to change, create a six-month deadline wherein you keep going. So your start date, if it's January 1st, then maybe your end date is June 30th. Okay, for so you start your change, you, you're, you're, you start your action stage January 1st, and you're not going to let yourself stop. You're going to use self-denial, self-discipline, dedication, and resiliency to not let yourself stop from January 1st until June 30th. Now, I don't believe that all changes take six months or longer to necessitate that you are now in the maintenance stage, but each change in goal is different, just as each individual is different. So the time to reach the maintenance stage, it's going to vary between individuals and changes or goals, um, how many monkey wrenches you end up with in that time period. So again, even though I say, you know, create a six-month deadline wherein you keep going, maybe you have to extend it. Maybe you don't need that long. Um, remember that a new habit or, or breaking an old habit can take four to six weeks. And maybe you've decided, I'm not going to even count uh, six months um, of continued uh, change behavior until I feel like I can do this consistently, okay? So there's a lot of variables. There's a lot of options. There is no one right way for anybody to accomplish goals of change, okay? So keep that in mind, please. And don't forget to reward yourself. Do some self-care, um, you know, remain resilient, use that self-denial, use that self-discipline, use your supports to get that positive motivation that you need to keep going. Okay. So again, this whole episode is about sticking with it. I hope it's been helpful, especially for those of you that are, are doing it, really doing it, really dedicated and committed to it. I thank everybody for listening and joining me today. If you have any questions or comments, please feel free to email me at fortheloveoftherapy at gmail.com. Remember, a podcast is never a substitute for therapy with a qualified mental health professional. Again, thank you so much for listening, and I hope you'll join me next time.